You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back, back, run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. All right, y'all. The correct during Hair Stadium time is 7:51, and you are here live to tape with Orange and True, the Auburn podcast of record. We have here Son of Crow, Ryan Stewart, and a new guest, longtime guest star, future longtime guest star, AU Chief. Say hello, AU Chief. Hello. All right. If you want to follow him on Twitter, it's at AU Chief. If you want to follow me, it's at Son of Crow Two. If you want to follow Ryan, it's at Ryan Starrett. S Starrett. Two S's. Two S's. Oh man. Double S in there, man. Ryan S Starrett. So it's two S's, two R's, and two T's in his handle. You're good to go. Okay. All right. So Ryan, what do we have today? We got a lot of breaking news today on the podcast. So we are your source for breaking news. Let's start with things that have happened since the last uh, podcast. Broken so, news. Right. So Auburn had their media days, SEC media days, uh, Thursday. And... Yeah, let's say everything there is to know about Auburn media days. Okay, okay so that was it. on. Um, in more important news, uh, there was some basketball news earlier, earlier this week. And we are your source for Auburn basketball. Yeah, it's late July. What else would you be talking about in Auburn right now? Women's soccer. True. But also Auburn basketball, <laughs> which I remember, remember last week I said I'm no longer calling it women's soccer at Auburn. It's just they are the men's team, so Auburn soccer. Right. Which, by the way, did you know that this year Auburn soccer coach Karen Hoppe is going to start her 20th year as the head coach wow. at Auburn? She's got how? Is there another coach at Auburn that's been here close to that? Maybe the equestrian guy. Yeah, the problem the program's even that old though for equestrian. Yeah, I mean, I think he is she the the first coach at Auburn. No, we had women's soccer for a while. I want to show coach. That's true. She might be reaching into like Auburn history in terms of yeah. longevity. Sugar. All right. So, sorry. Let's get to basketball. Next. Basketball. All right. So, we had a commitment this week um, from Isaac Okora. Are you talking about the 2017 Okora. April Physics Student of the Month? Who else Isaac Okora. He is. Born in Atlanta, currently resides in Powder Springs, Georgia, and was named the 2018 Basketball USA Men's U-17 World Cup team, which won the World Cup in Argentina. Yeah, it's crazy now that Auburn basketball is just like, it's a thing where we get Team USA players. Yeah, like it's We actually, had Austin Wiley, yeah. he was on Team USA. The last Truman guy, was almost on, yeah. The last guy before Austin Wiley was Charles Barkley. That was on any level of Team USA, which is, that shows you how far Auburn has had to go and if you guys want to know a lot of fun facts about Isaac Okoro, I found them on the USA Basketball website. These are just website. riveting things. So hard, keep hard talking. Yeah, you guys keep talking, and I'll jump in every so often with some hard-hitting facts. Uh, but yeah, so he's he's like a borderline four-star, five-star, depending on who you look at. Uh, if, he's, you know, if he's a five-star, then he's the third five-star that Bruce has brought into Auburn. Yeah. Which, if you think about where Auburn's been in the last 20 years, 30 years, 
That's incredible. It's the third consensus five star in basketball history for all. Right. Considering our first was only what three years ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's pretty. And good. it's now playing for UConn. Right. Yeah. Or no, St. John's. Yeah. St. John's. Uh, yeah. So he's also a teammate at McEachern with. Let's get this right. Baba Tunde Akingbola. Sure. Stretch. Yeah. yeah so he's he's an Auburn commit. Uh, he's going to be possibly coming this year if he reclassifies, but probably mm-hmm. next year. Uh, so we have two big-time players up at McEachern. If you're in the yeah. Atlanta area and want to go watch some basketball. And just know that Isaac Okoro's favorite class is math. Oh. Yeah. What's his highest level of math that he's completed? Well, I don't know. No. I didn't say that. It just says math. I don't know if he even <laughs> played math. Probably his junior year. I thought he had all the hard-hitting things. Yeah. Well, you know, he played football in the fifth grade. I know that about him. That's what it's I'm going to guess. Yeah, exactly. So he helps, was helps with the free throws. Yeah. Guys, he not only um, he, a, he does have a very pretty shot. Uh, yeah. Most of his highlights are slam dunks and uh, yeah, block shots. But every shot that they showed was beautiful. It's, He's a smooth athlete, and that's that's what Auburn needs is smooth athletes at the forward position. Yeah, I agree. Because next year, what Purifoy will be gone. Yeah, there's no way he's here. Right, yet. probably. So you're gonna have to replace a, a smooth, athletic, small forward. And this guy, you know, he was the McEachern High School varsity MVP last year. So we know he can probably step in and do the same thing here. Of course. Do we know if he plays more than just basketball? You know what? Football in fifth grade. Here's what I don't know. That's right. Football in fifth grade. Football in fifth grade. I do know that his favorite movie is Love and Basketball. And his second favorite is Halloween. And third favorite is Get Out. Halloween's a good movie. Halloween's a good movie. Love and Basketball, classic. That's an old movie. It's very classic. Favorite player? He's got, a, he's got a nice, varied interest in movies there. Who do you guys think Isaac Okoro's favorite basketball player is? Isaac Okoro. Okay, that's a good, good guess, <laughs> but no. Um, Larry Bird? Could it be new it's not Atlanta Bird. Hawk, yeah. Vince Carter? <laughs> no, it's LeBron James. Wow. So it's, oh, kind of okay. like, it's pretty easy. <laughs> it's LeBron James. So he, he chose Auburn over Florida, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Rutgers, Tulane. That's what this says. I think Alabama also offered him. Avery Johnson gave him an offer. So I, this is a big deal. Um, you know, Florida's a traditional power. People normally would say Florida State has a better program than Auburn does in basketball. But now Auburn is probably a national brand right though. now. Yeah. If you're not getting an offer from like Kentucky, North Carolina, any of the bigger teams, I don't yeah. know why you wouldn't want to play for Bruce. I mean, That's... <laughs> That's a fact. I don't know why, because he he's his public persona is extremely fun. Um, I I think he really does genuinely care about his players. Yeah, um, and, and I think that comes across to those players to the recruits as well. So, what Bruce is building reminds me a lot of, and hopefully it doesn't end the same. The Pete Carroll era at USC. Yeah, where guys just wanted to go play for the most fun dude in the world. Right. You know, he had Snoop Dogg coming in, and Will Ferrell was coming in at USC. And, he, and I was at Auburn at the time going, man, I kind of wish. I mean, because we had Tuberville. And Tuberville was the opposite of Pete Carroll. Yeah, Could not have been I, I know a few guys that still want Pete Carroll to be the coach at Auburn. Yes, so. I mean, he was that kind of uh, popular guy. And so Auburn has that in basketball, which is kind of amazing. Yeah, and we're not in L.A. Which yeah, is, we're not in L.A. We're in lower Alabama. Well, there you go. All right, right. Let's so yeah. more basketball news. More basketball it's a Maui news, Invitational. Yeah. So the Maui Invitational, it's a Thanksgiving tournament Auburn's playing in this year. Um, it's kind of been like heralded for the last year or so as one of the best 
tournament fields for like fall tournament mm-hmm. that we've seen in a long time. Uh, so we got the bracket put out this week, and Auburn's drawing Xavier as their first their first game. Uh, you know, Xavier was the first uh, or a one seed last year. Uh, they're going to step back a little bit, but still, that's it's a huge out of conference resume builder if you can win that game. And then if you win that game, you probably are setting up a game with Duke. Yeah. Can you imagine Auburn playing Duke in basketball and like in it being a competitive game? Yeah, Auburn will play Duke in basketball, and Duke will most likely be favored just because of their recruiting classes the last two years. It won't won't be like when we played UConn this last year. Yeah, but it won't be by much. Like, Duke will be favored, but it won't be like, oh. Yeah, but in a neutral site, yeah. Yeah, there's not going to be – it's going to be in Hawaii. I know uh, Will McLaughlin will probably explode during that game. Will he be there is the better question. I don't think he'll be in a way. What do I got to do? Bruce, if you're listening to this, which I'm assuming Bruce Pearl listens to this show. Why wouldn't he? Of course. um, We would love to be the only Auburn podcast that gets to record live from the Maui Invitational. So whatever you got to do, Bruce, I I don't know what strings you have to pull, but... I'd love a badge and a plane ticket. That's all I need. It's just free press. You yeah. Free press. We're the press. That's right. The yeah. good kind. We're the good kind of press. <laughs> we'll say whatever you want us to say. We will be your puppets if you take us to Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's what's going on in Auburn basketball right now. Um, so, we talked about this last week. I guess we want to do our SEC East preview today. Let's do it. Let's do it. This uh, is the only SEC pre- East preview that matters. Uh so let's go in reverse order then of uh, the, of how we rated the teams uh, in our CNM poll that went up last week. Uh, this was a poll of all the writers, right? So yeah, this seven of us got together and we kind of picked who would uh, like what the places would be in the SEC. Six people who know a lot about the SEC East, and then me <laughs> did this. <laughs> I think we can all agree who would be last, right? I don't think we all. Put Vanderbilt as seventh. Georgia Tech. Wait. Tulane. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Vanderbilt's seventh. Um, kind of a overview of what they did last year. They were 80th in S&P. And if you guys don't know what S&P is, it's a rating system that Bill Connolly put together. Um, if you don't know who that is, just search Bill Connolly S&P, and you'll find all sorts of information on that. Uh, it's a great kind of a statistical breakdown of every team in the country. Yeah, it takes a bunch of stats together and then spits out right. one and stat. It, it, you can actually look at the breakdown. I think there's five main kind of categories that he looks at. I don't have all of it in front of me. It, it gets complicated, but it's a fun read. And it basically, it almost, he almost always can predict right. um, at least the playoff, right. if not the national champion. Just based on, by the end of the year, he can go, look, this, these are the teams that should have been in the playoffs, and lo and behold, it usually is. Um, because S and P kind of mirrors real life because it just yeah, it, well, it, it, tells you it, you're seeing. it reflects quality, not just wins and losses. Yeah, uh, it's not an eye test. Uh, so, like, I, I could think at the end of the year last year, you had Ohio State actually as the number one team. Yeah, in which you know, say what you want, they didn't make the playoff, but quality wise, they were one of the best teams in the country. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Vanderbilt last year was 80th in S and P. They ended up being five and seven. They beat Tennessee. Nice little sneaky win there at the end of the year. Uh, they were 73rd in offense, 67th in defense. 
They were not fun to watch. They were I not. Know, who? Vander, did you guys watch a Vanderbilt football game last year? Uh, one they, game. They, had, one game. they had SEC Nation, remember, for that Alabama-Vanderbilt game, yeah. where they, they started off 3-0. Vanderbilt did. Yeah, yeah. Said they wanted Bama, and they got blown out of the water Jeez, in that man. game. I don't, I don't remember that. Never, never say you want Bama, especially if you're Vanderbilt. <laughs> Vanderbilt. <laughs> if you if you did not attend Vanderbilt and you watched a Vanderbilt football game last year, on purpose, you should go to like a clinic, of some sort of gambling addiction. It's <laughs> yeah. the only reason I can think of yeah, doing this. That would be nice. Is you've got a gambling addiction. I didn't watch the whole game, but I watched. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Clear. Uh, was it the Bama game that you both watched? I watched some of that one, and I watched a little bit of... I think when they beat Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. 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 Okay. You know, it's it always good when they beat Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> well, I don't... I, I mean, I can say the same thing about the Tennessee football game. They were champions of life, though, last Oof, year. Man. I think they lost that by the end of the year. They lost <laughs> their life championship. <laughs> some of their fans might have lost the life championship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they actually... They have... Uh, as we talked about last week, we have Kyle Shermer as their quarterback. Right. He's surprisingly one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC this year. I looked it up. Not a made-up name. Not a made-up name. Kyle Shermer. It's not a murmur. Sounds uh, like a good NFL quarterback. It does. Yeah, he's actually being talked about Kyle as an NFL Shermer. prospect. Backup yeah. quarterback Kyle Shermer. You'll hear that The next forever. Jay Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so if, if he comes in and has kind of a good year – they have a decent enough defense. Maybe they can steal a game here and there. Probably still going to be last in the East. Kyle um, Shermer sounds like a really good character on Hard Knocks. Like the guy, <laughs> he and his girlfriend are getting married. They're moving into this tiny apartment in the middle of Oakland or Las Vegas now. He's got drafted by the Raiders. He's going to be the backup. He's hoping to make the team. He was a seventh-round pick. I'm watching Hard Knocks next year just for that, for Kyle Shermer stories. Alternatively, he's a NASCAR driver. It's true. That's a good NASCAR name. <laughs> yeah, football yeah, doesn't work out. Kyle Sherman, the number 22 car. Uh, so, you know, Notre Dame over the last few years is kind of a weird transition. But they've been playing, you know, a lot of the SEC teams. I think they've got a series with Georgia. You know, they, they played last year. Uh, they actually scheduled Vanderbilt this, this season. Really? I, I don't know why. They're moving us in the SEC. Yeah, yeah. You ask me. So, so Vandy has to go to Notre Dame this year. Uh, they they get Arkansas out of the East. Maybe they can steal or out of the West. Maybe they can steal a game there. Um, can you imagine two less fun fan bases to hang out with than the Vanderbilt Arkansas Dame game? No, Vandy Notre Dame. Oh, Vandy Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, just well, comparing the one has like no fans. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, everybody's comparing their least Audi with each other. Just, <laughs> Uh, They're all so, well-educated fans. So, so do you want to say how many wins we think oh. Andy will have this year? Or? Wait, wait, five and seven last you, year. Do you want me to go through their schedule? Oh, yeah. And then we'll we'll let Chief go first. They were five and seven last year. So they, they've got MTSU, Nevada, at Notre Dame, South Carolina, Tennessee State at Georgia, Florida at Kentucky, at Arkansas, at Missouri, and then Ole Miss and Tennessee. Best yes, case, that's terrible. That's another five, five. wins. At best. Yeah, that's what I'd say. It's I five. mean, they, they get the best draw you can get out of the West with Arkansas and Ole Miss. I mean, unless they, they, I mean, they may sneak that sixth win in there, but I, I don't know. Here's what I say. It's tough. Six and six, and they beat Tennessee this year. Of 
course. And Jeremy Pruitt, hot seat alert after losing to the fighting Shermers. <laughs> it's going to be tough. Uh, that would be fun. Kyle Shermer throws a winning touchdown against Tennessee, and then everyone just, just grabs big buckets of asparagus on the sideline to celebrate. <laughs> Better than trash can. Yeah. <laughs> So we go six and six or five I, and seven. Five and seven, five six and, and six, and not a fun team to watch at all. I will watch. Nobody will watch less Vanderbilt football this year than I will. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> all right, so let's move on to Kentucky. Though. What do you say? Oh well, uh, five. Okay. I mean, even if they, I think they, they might the win only three. option for that sixth win. So I, I Ole Miss. Know. They play Ole Miss. Oh, so they get Ole Miss and Arkansas. They might win both of their West games. That's the thing. And they'll wow. Think and they could take three out of conference. They got MTSU, yeah. Nevada. Gun to your head. You think Arkansas's okay, so worst? I don't think they're worse. But okay. I think six is actually. They might actually win six. Guys, by the time this podcast is over, we're going to have Vanderbilt in the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> Let's do it. It's going to be awesome. Vanderbilt's back. It, look, look. If they beat Tennessee and beat Ole Miss and beat Arkansas, what about now Kentucky? they're at eight wins. What about Kentucky? Nine wins. Vanderbilt with a nine-win year, and the world is on fire. But the real question is, do they want Bama? No, they don't want Bama. No, never. Vanderbilt's going to be the SEC East champ. Auburn Vandy in the SEC championship calling right now. I don't want any part of that matchup. Remember <laughs> <laughs> that time Auburn almost lost to Vanderbilt with John Franklin the third at the quarterback? Remember that time that we lost the previous two games to Vanderbilt before that? <laughs> they still have a winning record against Auburn all time. I think it's tied. I think it might be tied now. I don't know. We don't have a winning record against them. Yeah. I know that. This is this this is not a road I want to go. Okay, down. yeah. Let's get out of this dark area. <laughs> uh, let's, let's let's go north to Kentucky a little bit. Uh, so last year they were 90th in S and P, seven and six overall. Uh, they were 67th in offense, 97th in defense. Just nothing going there. Um, this year they lose their quarterback in Steven Johnson. We talked about it last week. They have like three guys that could be the quarterback this year. Um, they, they do return Benny Snell, who's one of the better running backs in the conference. Um, again, not a lot on defense. I think they returned most of it, but they were 97th in the country. So <laughs> they, they, lost, they lost one linebacker this year as, as, for, as a senior. You know what his name was? It's not a very linebacker issue. You're asking me to name Kentucky linebacker? It was Courtney Love. Courtney Love <laughs> was a Kentucky linebacker. Yeah. He killed Kirk Cobain. <laughs> oh, it's a hot, hot Nirvana <laughs> takes. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, yeah, Kentucky. Like, maybe they Benny Snell can do something there. They're a long ways from the uh, Randall Cobb team. Yeah. yeah. 2010. I've never been sold on uh, Mark Stoops. No. So I is it Mark Stoops, Mike Stoops, Mark, Mark, Stoops? Mark. just because Chief said so. <laughs> <laughs> the redheaded one. Don't make me choose my Stoops. I know it's not Bob. That's all I know. Coach Cal, what's Bob doing now? You know, I living his best life. Let me tell you, his wife makes a ton of money, from what I understand. Oh yeah. Selling, I want to say she's an Avon lady. Really? So I think he's living off of his lifestyle. I thought you were going to go with like Lou LaRoe or something. No, nah, I want to say Avon or Mary Kay. One of those two, like old huh. school. Driving the pink car? Yeah. My I have family used to live in Norman, and they said, yeah, she's well known in the in the area. <laughs> she's not Miss Terry, though. You know what's funny about, not about OU is that there, Barry Switzer lives across the street from campus in this massive house. And across the street from him is his like daughter's house. 
Like literally the biggest house in Norman is right across from OU's campus and it's the old coach's house. And he bought it after he retired just to, like, to keep hanging around. And he, like, I saw him walking into a Chick-fil-A one time when I went, was there. Like, no, there's Barry Switzer. He comes and says hi to everybody. Is that just a thing about coaches from the 80s? Because like, like, Pat Dye is a yeah. similar way. Yeah. I mean, he still lives in Auburn. If you, if you ask people that have been in Auburn for a long time, almost everybody has a Pat Dye story. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah I saw him getting donuts the other day. <laughs> yeah. Barry Switzer gets to be Barry Switzer for a living. That's his job. Yeah. Is, I walk around being Barry Switzer. They seem to like to stop and talk to people, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, he loves being Barry Switzer. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. Um, anyway, that to Kentucky, Kentucky, a little less fun. <laughs> yeah. Kentucky. Uh, do you want to go through your schedule? Anything else yeah, you want to hit on there? Uh, the Bear see. Bryant's true home. That's right. They should name their stadium. <laughs> Bryant Stadium. <laughs> oh, what, would, what would Alabama fans uh, do if Bryant Stadium was... No hyphen needed. What they always do. Paul Bryant State. We, we respect Bryant more. Lexington, <laughs> Kentucky. Uh, so Kentucky this year, they open up with Central Michigan. Big game there. Gross. Uh, at Florida, Murray State, Mississippi State, South Carolina, at A&M, Vandy, Missouri, at Missouri, Georgia, at Tennessee, MTSU popping up again. MTSU's going to be SC Louisville. champs. Getting a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's MTSU same thing as Vandy. Like uh, I, yeah, they're worse than Vandy. I think. Yeah, I think so they're like, gonna be C- Central Michigan's a win. Maybe. Maybe. That, Mur- Murray State is a win. Is a win. That? That's State. a win. We know they're not beating Florida. They don't beat Florida. No. It's just it's been thirty something years. Uh, they won't beat State. No. Maybe. This could be one of the weird SEC East. Cannibal games where they beat South Carolina. Who knows? Those happen every year. It does. What if MTSU has more conference SEC conference <laughs> wins than Ole Miss this year? Because they could beat Vandy and they could turn around and beat uh, Kentucky. That's true. <laughs> and they'd have two SEC wins. Well, we haven't even gotten through the rest of the schedules. Okay, sure sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what we really it's just whoever the bottom of the East. You have Kentucky, Vandy, and Tennessee. If they split the games, then they're all probably at five wins. If, i got to be four. Does Auburn play Kentucky this year? Auburn's not play Kentucky. Okay, then I will not watch a Kentucky game, period. Yeah, I won't. And I, don't, I think they're going to win four games. I, I could see I them win three, but I think four. I don't, uh, Is yeah. Stoops finally going to get fired? Yeah, is, this, that, no, is this another extension year? They're going to fire Stoops and hire and pay Calipari extra to coach <laughs> both teams. They might well, no, you know who's living in Kentucky and out of work right now? Rick Pitino? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Papa John. What if they Papa, get... They Papa John. They should just scavenge Louisville John Schnatter. <laughs> oh, man. Doing yeah, burnouts on the Kentucky field. They should hire Ray John Rondo. He's, he's going to be out of work at the end of next year. Uh, okay, so Tennessee is next. Man. Yeah, this is this some terrible stuff. teams, yeah. man. This has been the SEC East for the last 10, maybe... 12 years. Yeah, just, I mean, since, just been since the mid-2000s. Uh, just nothing. Tennessee yeah. is the Chelsea football club of the SEC. <laughs> Has been super good. It's also been really, really bad. Should be a lot better than they are. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Is, is there some sort of rogue uh, former coach in the in the program somewhere? It might no, be sabotaging no, the entire Manchester thing. No, that's Manchester United, which you can <laughs> yeah. actually make the case. Yeah, Tennessee's Man U. I'd say they're mm, 
the one of the guys on the on the site likes to in the text talk about because I say Auburn's Liverpool even I, though I'm an Everton fan. I think they're Everton. I know he says they're Everton, but Everton, as an Everton fan, is lousy. Recently, yeah. well. I, we want to go into this right go now? Go into it. Let's do this. This is look, way more interesting than because, football. So, so this is how I look at it. Liverpool is Alabama. Right. And across the street is and Auburn. And across the yeah. street is Auburn and Everton. And that's not because I like Everton. That's sort of why I picked Everton. Right. Uh, they're they, literally, right, across, like across a park. The yeah, stadiums are across a park. They're like, like 200 yards apart. Yeah. Um, so it's like Pawnee and Eagleton sharing a fence. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And Everton actually used to play in Liverpool Stadium. Yeah. Um, until they uh, raised their rent on them, and so they left. Um, <laughs> like that's the reason why. They, they uh, <laughs> so, so Everton was the first club in their city. So Auburn's an older football team than Alabama is. Um, and Everton were more successful early on than the team across the park. And so across the state in this, this odds. And then Liverpool went on to be really successful for a pretty long amount of time. I think they may be the second most successful yeah. in league titles at least. Yeah. Um, Which is why I say yes. that with Liverpool because we're kind of the number two team. Well, but Everton were really successful in the 80s. Yeah. Um, and, That's what's Auburn. And then they were going on this huge, long, long dry spell. So but they're like Auburn. You know, Auburn's on the up and up. Right. 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 But they're not on the up and up, unfortunately. Well, <laughs> no. And the other team is now on the up and up, which is kind of how it's been now, too, because yeah. then Alabama's also... They were they were down for a long time, too, and then... Uh, to me... They've rose all the way up and have dominated the entire sport for yeah. a while now. To me, I've said on Twitter today that I think Dortmund is actually the more... It's a... Uh, the more... Speaking of which, Dortmund's similar. playing right now. Just because Dortmund's like, I mean, they're playing the same league as Bayern Munich, so yeah. nobody cares about Dortmund. Yeah. Because Munich wins wins the league every single year. Just a little behind the scenes. We're actually watching Dortmund yeah. while yeah, we're we recording this. B-Fow-B. B-Fow-B, as they call it, in, in of the Deutschland. All right, continue on with miserable Back fantasy, fantasy football. Yeah. Back, to, we're... back to real football. Yeah. <laughs> most of you. Do, you. do you have a guess about what, what uh, Tennessee ranked in S&P last year? What? If they were top 80, they were above Vanderbilt. Oh, you're so nice. They're not. There's no. Yeah, they've got to be. 107. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've Out of how many teams? 128 yeah. last year, 29, something like that. Champions of life, though. Champions of life. Turnover bucket. Uh, they were actually 118th on offense. That's that's terrible. That's, uh, that's, that's la- later Tommy Tupperville numbers. Yeah, that's Scott Leffler numbers. Oh. Don't, even, don't even go Ooh. there. Scott Leffler. Uh, and so they were 68th on defense. They were okay, I guess, but not a lot going on. They don't have a lot of anybody good returning they, either. Right? They did no. great, give one great golden moment, golden moment actually, last year. It's in the Alabama game. I don't, I don't know if you saw this one. No. In the Alabama game, they were getting blown out. And I think it was a, it was a pick six or something like that where Tennessee ran it back. And Rashawn Golden, defender for Tennessee. Okay. Not the one that scored a touchdown. I think I did see this. I saw this one. Fingers to the ear. Yeah. The yeah. Finger, two middle fingers. In yeah. The Great moment. Double It was one of those just, yeah. Just we were all defying the authority. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're all him at that moment. Oh. Um, just totally beat down by Alabama, but still resilient. 
Just continuing to I, run against so, that wall. So I have a little... But I, I really, really do not like Jeremy Pruitt um, for <laughs> long, long before he was ever a college coach. Um, and so, so I've been, every time he's moved, gotten one of these high-profile jobs, I've, I've been like, God, he's going to fall on his face. He's, he's no good, and he hasn't. So um, I'm a little worried that I'm also going to be wrong about this one. But oh, no. uh, I'm going to also say he's going to fall on his face. He can't do this. Well, hopefully but he's got he actual um, people in the industry, like Aaron Murray and uh, David Pollock, that also feel like he's a really bad fit. Yeah, he's a bad um, dude. Is yeah, kind of what Aaron he, is a, says. he is a bad dude. From what I've heard, he's one of the few people to ever have a problem with Mark Rick. Yes. Mark Rick's the nicest guy right. in the world. Right. He has high, really intense sandwich opinions, which I can totally respect. The, the eight by sandwich? Yeah. That was a thing of beauty. Yeah. I showed it to my wife and I was like, this guy knows what's going on. Like, <laughs> this is a good stuff. Honorary Orange and True member. So I'm hoping I'm not wrong again, but uh, we'll see. So here's a, a fun thing. I don't think anybody realizes. I didn't realize this until today. Do you know who Tennessee's quarterback's going to be next year? Does Crow know? There's no chance. Does the name Keller Chris ring a bell? No. Oh, I thought you were going to give me a multiple uh, choice. But uh, well, no. I mean, we're just, just, does Keller Chris ring a bell? He was Stanford's quarterback. There's a Chris. I know a related Chris. to Dane Chris. Yeah, that's the name I know. I don't know. But he was he was Stanford's quarterback last year. Really? Uh, he's a graduate he, transfer. Uh, is he related to Christian comedian John Chris? <laughs> that guy's hilarious. To Google yourself. Okay. <laughs> Can't do all the prep here. Uh, yeah, so he's transferring from Stanford. He's, I think I saw he's got like an 11-2 career record as a quarterback. Um, maybe he can get something going in Tennessee. Uh, we'll just have to see. But I, So I do have a question. Okay. Does Crow know, Crow know about the University of Tennessee football? I'm focused in. Does Crow know? When is the last time Tennessee beat Alabama? I'll give you three oh, years man. to okay. choose from. Oh, multiple choice, at least. 2004. 2009, 2006. Well, okay. In 04, Bama was back, right? <laughs> so I don't think they went back. Sure. Yeah, sure. It, uh, <laughs> like the year the Sports Illustrated came out, Bama is back. That was like every year from 1998 to 2009 when yeah. they were actually back. They actually got back. Like, so what about 04, 08? 04, 09, 2006. 04, 09, 06. Give me 06, final answer. Got it right. Yes! It's been, it's a complete it's been 12 years since Tennessee has beaten Alabama. They, they, they did beat Alabama in 04, was, right? They did, yeah, because that's the year Tennessee went to the right. uh, SEC yeah. championship. That was a decent Tennessee team that Auburn throttled in Knoxville. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then had to turn around and beat again the SEC championship game. Now, the... That Tennessee team that beat them in 06, that would have been what's that? They had a couple of really good running backs that year, including I think Arian Foster. Would have been Is it the Arian Foster team? Yep. I think so. Yeah. That's some serious sports knowledge coming from Crow about <laughs> an SEC team. It better be right. That's back when you were still in school. You're still learning back then. Yeah, back when I actually was watching SEC East basketball game, football games. All right, so you're gonna run through the schedule? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah quickly because I really don't care. <laughs> So they open up. This is, this could be a fun game just because of seeing the two fan bases interact. Okay. They open up with West Virginia. Oh wow! Yes. That's a lot of shine. Uh, right. A lot of shine. Hmm. They're not going to win that game. Respect that. Not game. that. They're far not going to win. Right. 
See, and there Spiritually you go. They played, or geographically. They played in Charlotte, too. So That's cool. Yeah. That's a really nice stadium yeah. where the Panthers play. I'm assuming they're playing at that stadium. Yeah. I can't think of where else. At the Bojangles Coliseum. So, yeah, they go West Virginia, ETSU, UTEP, Florida, at Georgia, at Auburn, Alabama. Oh, my God, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. Oh, yeah. I was, I was looking at that the other day. Uh, one of the worst stretches I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. At Georgia, at Auburn, Alabama, at South Carolina. Charlotte, Kentucky, Missouri, at Vandy. So that they, at they Auburn, end on a decent note. That at Auburn game, I looked at that the other day. Not only is that during fall break for Auburn students, which is lousy, yeah, it's the only home game in October. Yeah, the schedule is awful this, this year yeah. for Auburn. It's really bad. And so it's, it's either going to be lit because it's going to be everyone's been like, you, if you want to come to a game in October, it's the only one you can go, can go to, so everyone's going to be there. Yeah. Or. There'll be no students there because it's fall break and because Tennessee's terrible. Let's hope that's not an 11 a.m. kick. We'll say that. Let's just hope it's not like a, a look. Like Auburn's looking past Tennessee because they're lousy. Well, we have Ole Miss next week, so. <laughs> looking out of the past and Ole Miss, yeah. Uh, Land Sharks. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, they, they've got ETSU, UTIP, Charlotte should all be wins. That's three. Charlotte? Charlotte. They're at, yeah, so not they're, even, they're an FBS team now. UNC Charlotte? No, Charlotte. 49ers. Which is UNC Charlotte. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Trying to again, do they, do they beat Vandy in Kentucky? It's just, who wins those games? What do you think, Chief? They beat Vandy in Kentucky? <laughs> I already said Vandy beats them. I think, I think you are probably right about that. Because yeah. I think Vandy's going to be a more organized, know-what-they're-doing team than Tennessee's going to be. So if they lose that game... We'll, we'll give them Kentucky, but we won't give them Vandy. So that's four. Okay, how do they get to six? I think the Jeremy Pruitt era at Tennessee, at least this this first year, could look a lot like the Will Muschamp era at Florida. They might be solid defensively, but who? I am asking that. Florida came off their offense court. Yeah, who is doing their offense? Y'all talking? I'll look. I don't know. I really. Now, you're right. Florida's first year with Muschamp, they were they not. They had Urban. They were Meyer players. Yeah, but they were still really lousy on offense. They won a bunch of games, but they were almost unwatchable. Yeah. And he, do you want 11 his second year? He won 11 one of those years with a really not a great not a great offensive team. No. They still won 11 games. They were really bad offensively. Like, his South Carolina teams have already are, been better than his Florida teams. Oh, for sure. Okay, Tennessee's offensive coordinator – is Tyson Hilton. Okay. Eh? No, no, I did that. I don't know uh, who he is. He maybe is related to Clay Hilton. That's what I... Because he, he was at USC before Tennessee. Paris Hilton? Hilton. Clay Hilton. 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 Gotcha. Um, Do you know who Clay Hilton is, girl? Four games. Clay Hilton is a baseball player. No. no. Todd Hilton is a baseball there player. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Clay Hilton is the USC head coach right now. Oh, South, no, Florida. Yeah. South USC, California. Yeah. yeah. Trojans. Yeah, he's a former yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Uh, so, yeah, I think, let's see, he went, so Tyson Hilton went to Houston, offensive coordinator for Tennessee now. Anyways, I think we can decide it's it's going to be a reach for them to get to six wins. Well, well they, they, they draw Auburn and Alabama out of the West. They might be four wins. I'm I'm thinking four. And then again, then again, they I, could beat they could beat Kentucky, 
They could be. They, they could play one of those 13 11 games against South Carolina or something like Who's that. Who's their non conference? West Virginia and who else? West Virginia, ETSU, UTEP, and Charlotte. They're going to beat UTEP. UTEP's not very good. UTEP's one of the worst teams in the FBS. UTEP. ET- They'll beat Charlotte. They'll beat Charlotte. They'll beat Charlotte. They'll beat East, East Tennessee. Tennessee State. Yeah. That's, That's three. three wins. That's three. If they beat, beat Kentucky, it's four. four. And then all you got to do is knock off Vanderbilt to get to five. To get to five. How are they going to get to six? They don't play. They have to beat West Virginia. Yeah, because they're West. Well, I mean, they have yeah, Missouri, South Carolina. Yeah, we don't. Know. Missouri's like Missouri. the lottery on here. We don't. We don't really. Know I'm that. high on Missouri. I know about yeah. you guys, but I saw Auburn beat Missouri so badly that I felt sad. It, it was, made me sad. It was depressing. Their entire student section was empty. It was. There were more people on the field at the end of the Missouri game <laughs> than in the stands. Their stands right. kind of scary. Let's, people let's, let's, sitting on the ground. It's just a weird stadium. <laughs> Let's move on to Missouri then. Yeah. So, as much as you guys are dogging Missouri, they were 35th at S&P last year. Yeah, they, they can throw they the were, ball. They were on fire. They, they, yeah. They, they, they won their last six game, re, last six regular season games. Um, they, they had no defense. They were 90th in defense. But they were 14th in offense last year. Well, you know? some of that being 90th in defense is probably uh, just getting stomped by us and Georgia. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, Early in the year, they were like, real bad. Yeah. They, they won that, their that first game, lost five in a row, and then won their last six. Yeah. Yeah, it hurts your average when you lose. We could have put 100 points on yeah. the bad. Oh, yeah. But I think I played for Auburn at the end of the game. <laughs> that's how far deep on the bench they got. So so the end of the season, though, like, so they were awful against us, mm-hmm. started a rally against Kentucky and Georgia the next two weeks, and then won their last six games. In those last six games, their worst offensive game was 45 points. Wow. That's, that's impressive. They really are a Big 12 team. Yeah, yeah. they just haven't they shed that identity. Been, yeah. <laughs> Should still uh, be. So they, they got Drew Locke, a quarterback, who oh, yeah. is kind of up there with Stedham as the best quarterback in the mm-hmm. conference. He's the first team All-SEC preseason quarterback. No, every Auburn player is the first team All-SEC. Well, according to us. <laughs> they should be. Yeah. Again, we're the press. We won the conference. Oh, the West. We should have at least one first-team All-SEC player. You would think. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've also got a five-star defensive lineman uh, who's going to be a junior or senior this year, Terry Beckner Jr. Um, I, think, I think Auburn was kind of in the running for at one point. Uh, he's looking like he might be a high draft pick. Um, but it's going to be can Missouri score more points than the opponent? Because they're going to be – if they can score 40, they'll win. If they yeah. can't, they're probably not going to win. And they don't play us this year. And yeah. yeah. So yeah. who's their West? That's a big key for them. Uh, let's see who their West Tennis, opponent is. Texas A&M, long-time rival. No, so they actually play Arkansas now. That's their cross division. Oh, okay. Because right. yeah, the weird game is A&M South Carolina, which is the two weirdest fan bases. Long-time rivalry, A&M South Carolina. Um, but Missouri – they they trade out Auburn for at Alabama this year. Oh, ouch! Um, yeah, so not really getting much better on that front. But Go ahead and call that one an L. Yeah. <laughs> they so they start out with UT Martin, uh, Wyoming at Purdue. That should be a fun game. Uh, Georgia at South Carolina at Alabama, Memphis, Kentucky at Florida, Vandy at Tennessee, Arkansas. So they could do that thing where they win their last six games again this year. They should win their first three. So they're the opposite of Texas A and M. Because Texas yeah. always starts six and zero and then finishes six and six, unless they blow that game against UCLA. But. Yeah, right. So this year you're talking about Mizzou could be 
So Missouri, the Missouri could go beat UT Martin, should beat Wyoming. Yeah. At Purdue, that's kind of a toss-up. Yeah, that's that, that was the um, one I was And then Georgia, watching. not going to win that game. Not going to win, no. Uh, at South Carolina. Man, I'm high on South Carolina, so. Yeah, that's going to be a really good offense versus a really good defense, and then you don't want to watch the other half of the game. Yeah. Um, at Alabama. So they're going to have a tough middle chunk of the schedule with Georgia at South Carolina at Alabama. Uh, if they can, bold. if they can get through those first six games at three and three, they should call that a success. Because yeah. their last six games, you got Memphis, Kentucky, win-win, um, at Florida, Vandy, at Tennessee, Arkansas. Like they, they could legitimately be favored in all of those games. I think. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not Florida, but because they, they're at Florida, they could get to maybe seven. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I have them as either like eight or nine wins. Yeah. I hope they win the the East. I hope that we have Mizzou have more SEC. Well, it's either going to be them or South Carolina, right? I want them to have more division titles than than UGA there in the go. last five years. That'd be great. Uh, all right, so eight or nine, seven, eight, yeah. nine yeah, wins, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're seven bowl to team. nine wins. They're going bowl. They're they're bowl team. All right, so we got to our first bowl team in the East. Give me the Citrus Bowl. For Mizzou. <laughs> uh, so, moving on up, we have Florida. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's the thing. We talked about all these really bad S&P teams from last year. We got all the way up to 35th with Missouri. We're going to go back down to 86th for Florida. But they bring in – what was – I wonder what Mississippi State was because they bring in – They bring in Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen with an offense. Right. I don't know if they have the players yet. They're going to be boring to watch, I think. Right. Just because – even Mullen's offense, when it was good at Mississippi State, wasn't an exciting offense. Right. They just kind of scored. Like, they they excelled in having the big, strong quarterback who, if you didn't have a good defensive line, was going to run right through you. Yeah. If who you was, had a good defensive line like Auburn or Alabama did, a lot of years didn't really work. Because they had Dak. They had Dak Prescott. They had Nick Fitzgerald Nick last Fitzgerald. year. Before that, I mean, they had guys like Chris Ralph, who yeah. was just – he could not throw the ball, but he was 6'5", oh, 230. through that line. Yeah. Chris Ralph. Chris, Chris Ralph was like the homeless man's Cam Newton. And yeah. Pretty much. That press Because he was there right months. after Cam, and I think they wanted him yeah. to be Cam so bad. Yes. Yeah. They were very angry about that. He was yeah. like, if you, if you kind of squinted, it was like, okay, maybe I can see that. That's <laughs> he's, he's big. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You start putting tight ends at quarterback. Uh, well, Florida has plenty of experience with that. Yeah. Um, so they might do that. You never know with Dan Mullen. He doesn't need you to be able to throw the ball across the yard. He, he made Tim Tebow look like a Heisman Trophy winning thrower. And he got to the league. It turned out he could not. He, was, he, he wasn't even a football player. He was a baseball yeah. player. Yeah. <laughs> he tell you what he is. He's the number. He's the greatest. He's a double A All Star man. He's the greatest <laughs> rugby sevens player maybe in the world. He's never played <laughs> in his life. Uh, so yeah, they they don't have a lot on offense. They've they may be going with a true freshman at quarterback. Their leading rusher last year. They're getting both of their leading rushers back. They were 500-yard uh, rushers. Uh, on defense, they, you know, they're Florida. They've got talent there. They've got CeCe Jefferson, who's probably one of the best defensive players in the conference. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of the same probably for Florida this year. Pretty good defense, not much offense. Right. Uh, but even if they – you know, I mean, if they put together some semblance of an offense, it should be a decent team. Yeah. Not a pusher like they've been. We're under McIlwain. No, I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to beat Georgia. Without without looking at their schedule, I would already say they're going to be in a bowl game. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 
Uh-oh. I think they might win seven. I think they might be a seven or eight win team. Right. I think they're going to beat Georgia's because I think it's going to be hilarious. But I really do think, on a neutral side, a Dan Mullen team could theoretically make that happen. Sure. So, in their schedule real quick, they've got Charleston Southern, Kentucky, Colorado State, at Tennessee, at Mississippi State. Circle that one on the calendar. Dan Mullen going back to Starkville. I will uh, not watch it. But come okay. on. Yeah. <laughs> Just I'm not going to watch Mississippi State football much. So they go to Starfield and they host LSU at Vandy. There's no game there that they're going to be huge underdogs in. Yeah. Uh, then they get their bye week. Then it gets a little tougher. They go Georgia, Missouri, South Carolina, Idaho, and then at Florida State. I'm, that's a, that's not a bad schedule. You know they always play LSU out of the West. Up pretty they're nice. Not, by midseason, they're they could be unbeaten. They could be. So they their they, bye weeks like October. They're knocking 20th. on like a top. They won't be top five because they're going to start out. Outside. Yeah. So we're going to get a lot of Florida back memes. Right. Fall. Florida's back. Right. Florida back. And, and then, then they're going to lose five in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I think they lose. Seven and five. I, you know what? I think they lose to Florida State but beat Georgia. I think they lose to South Carolina. I think they lose to Missouri. Again, that's a fun, really good offense that's and really a good fun, defense. That could be a fun game. I will I will watch that game. There you go. Unless Auburn is playing November it. November 3rd. <laughs> um, yeah, so what? Eight wins? Seven or eight wins. We'll give them eight. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's not going to be fun to watch Florida. But, you know, they might be building something decent there. Uh, just kind of shed some light on how bad uh, Florida quarterback play has been over the last long time. Crow, we've got, we got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Does Crow know? Who was the last 2,000-yard passer for Florida? Chris Leak. Is that right? No. Oh, dang it. Uh, you got three options. Jeff Driscoll, John Brantley, Treon Harris. Oh, I want it to be John Brantley. Just because of his hair. And bonus points if you can tell me how long ago it was. Well, if it was John Brantley, that would have been like in 2009. So that's nine years ago. Is that right? Are you going with John Brantley? Yeah. So it was John Brantley. Yes. I can't believe that. I can't 2011. Believe oh, no, man. I can't believe it was John Brantley. Yeah. Just because, because I was every so other disappointed years. by how not – good they were with him as quarterback. To be fair, it was 2,044 yards. He barely got to that. That's still still pretty good. That's more than I thought he would have had. That's more than the Auburn quarterbacks have had. Right. And I mean, Nate Marshall threw for 2,500. Against Alabama. Yeah, he got 500 on there. One game. Uh, Yeah, so it's it's been a while since Florida's had good quarterback play. It might still be a little while. Um, All right, moving on up again. We've got South Carolina. Uh, a lot of people think they could win the East. They're 60th in S&P last year, 9-4. Uh, Must have got some good things going there. Uh, they're always going to struggle on offense because they're a must-champ team. But they've got Jake Bentley, Opelika product, in his third year. Sort of. He's, yeah, sort of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's in his third year. He's started since he's a freshman. He's he's all right. He's better than what Muschamp ever was putting on there at Florida. I think I think South Carolina wins the East. I think so too. I I think I don't think that's a crazy crazy prediction. Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't think know who else would. I think that South Carolina has. 
I think Will Muschamp finally, head coach in waiting for the University of Texas, Will Muschamp. It's finally going to happen. He's finally proved himself to be an actual, like, competent head coach. I thought you said he was going to get the Texas job. Well, <laughs> the Texas 2019 head coach. Texas, Texas is not going to give. Will Muschamp. Texas doesn't have a long leash, so he might be the head coach of Texas. Ooh, he might be stepped down from yeah. uh, SEC champion South Carolina. It's true. It's the East champions of I don't know. That's true. True. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I like the South Carolina Gamecocks this year. They've got probably the most electrifying player in the conference in Debo Samuel. They got the ugliest mm-hmm. uniforms in the conference. Yeah, yeah they're bad. They there are the under, there are Under Armour brother in arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Under Armour just designed their uniforms in MS Paint, and then <laughs> they got to play in a stadium that looks like a dead cockroach turned upside down. But two thousand one. Not 2001. You know what their stadium is? I think their stadium is the stadium that is used in the tele, in the movie The Program, which is like an 80s football movie. I, and that's all I ever think about, is I think that's that stadium. <laughs> I was like, man, place at the table, which is a line. Well, you know, it, it fits with the culture that Will Muschamp probably brings. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Everyone should go watch that movie and just think about Will Muschamp as the roided-up linebacker. <laughs> It's the same guy. Uh, well, my champ probably hasn't said a word that you could not transcribe in all caps since he got to South Carolina, which is perfect for that state. That's great. He is the anti-Debo Swinney. Like, Debo Swinney. He is the perfect coach for that school because he is the opposite of what he's the other He's the South Brian Kelly. Yeah, I get Yeah. I get yeah. yeah. <laughs> he screams purple. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I'm, I'm serious. Like, if I'm South Carolina, that's what I want in a coach. Whatever Clemson has, I want the opposite. Yeah. And that's it's not a guy. bad uh, strategy, really. It's like, it's it's like we've talked about. Kind of like what we have. You, you don't want to be, you know, in the SEC, you don't want to be little Saban. No. Because you're not, right. not going to beat Saban trying to yes. beat him. So do something different. Do something South different. Carolina, do something different than Clemson's doing. Right. If you want to beat Clemson every year, you're not going to do it. You yeah. just keep hiring Swinney. They assistants. did it all the time with Steve Spurrier. Gosh, I wish Steve Spurrier was still there so badly. <laughs> Best. I love when he would beat teams that you knew were way overprepared compared to his team. You're like, how did he do that? Oh, he's just on the sideline, just practicing his yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's got a seven iron on the field right now. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a look at their schedule real quick. Uh, opening with Coastal, Coastal Carolina. They host Georgia, host Marshall, at Vanderbilt, at Kentucky, Missouri, A&M, Tennessee, Ole Miss, at ten- sorry, Tennessee, at Ole Miss, at Florida. Chattanooga at Clemson. This is an it's 11 win team. Win. They should have no less than 11 wins. This is an 11 win yeah, season. Yeah, they may not be Clemson. But other than that, yeah. No they less win, than 11 wins. They could win 10-11 games without breaking a sweat. This is an amazing schedule for them. That is a just horrible November as a fan, though. They're, they're literally, they're, their November is at Ole Miss, at Florida. Come over for Chattanooga and go to Clemson. What are you talking about? Horrible. I would rather see Auburn win than see them play good games. I'll say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that right now. <laughs> Their their hardest game is like three weeks into the season. That Marshall? Yeah, sure. <laughs> they gotta play they get to play Coastal Carolina and Marshall and a hapless Ole Miss team. And Chattanooga. And Chattanooga. They're really making up for putting Clemson on the back of that schedule. This is yeah. an amazing job of scheduling by the A D. He has scheduled them I mean they if if they don't make a bowl game, everyone they should fire the janitor. Like everyone should be fired. <laughs> So we'll say 11 and 1, 12 and 0, something like that. 11 and 1. Yeah. Yeah. SEC. And staff. a raise and an extension for Will Muschamp. Here we go. Yeah. He might get another job. He's going to sign it with a big X. 
That's just a signature. That's, that's, that's a signature. Exactly. Just a signature. With black crayon. School down the road might wish they'd hired. Uh, All right. So the school here in town might wish well, they'd hired at some point. Yeah. That's true. That, I remember when he was not hired. I love him. was. I, I was upset. Now I'm like, well, I'm kind of glad we didn't hire him. But yes, I do love I've never. I've never really wanted him to be our head coach. No, but I love him. So. I wanted him to be the defensive coordinator of Auburn like, for life. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's... He's one of those guys that we love having him in the league. Don't necessarily want him here. He's, he's like Les Miles was. It's great to have him around. You just yeah, don't want yeah. to keep him at arm's length a little bit. Yeah, Les yeah. Miles is the best. Uh, oh, and the worst. And the worst. <laughs> Put Les Miles on game day. That's my platform. Oh, wait, uh, Ben Finca yeah. scored another game. I know, it scored twice, second half. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. A little soccer updates as we go. This, this matters a lot. This, this useless <laughs> soccer match. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, does Ryan know what nation is oh, Benfica? No. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds Spanish. Mm. No. Uh, what other country sounds Spanish? Portugal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, what other country sounds Spanish? <laughs> Texas? What country no. sounds like Spanish people or Russians speaking Spanish? Yeah, and French. Portugal. That's the same. Yeah. <laughs> Will Muschamp? Will Muschamp. Right? Oh my gosh, Will Muschamp learned Portuguese would be the reality <laughs> show of my dreams. Uh, all right, so that's our SEC's preview. Uh, I think, so we said South Carolina's probably the favorite. South Carolina's the favorite. Yeah. For all sure. Right. I think so. Give me yeah. South Carolina for, for the win. All right. So Let's we'll, quickly move into sandwiches. Let's this is sandwich. what we that's what we're really about. Yeah. We came here for sandwiches. Uh, I got sandwich. Jack hit the theme. You ate my sandwich? My sandwich! My sandwich! Jack is our executive producer, and... He's in Italy right now. He doesn't care about Russ it. Russ <laughs> That's right. He's in Italy. Um, Chief never met Jack, but guess what? Neither have I. I've never <laughs> met Jack, so... I've met him for about eight minutes <laughs> each bowl. I'm agnostic towards him. He may not even exist, for as far as I'm concerned. Um, so here's the thing. Every week we come here and we tell you about a great place to get a sandwich in Auburn, Alabama. Auburn may not have some things you're looking for as a food town. May not have a great hammered down barbecue restaurant in the city limits of Auburn. We've got a Thai restaurant coming to town. We've got a Thai restaurant coming to town. We've got. away your skyline, by the way. I know. I never ate there. I know. First week of the podcast, I gave a shout out to Skyline. They're my sandwich spotlight, and then they quickly went out of business. But they're going to be a Thai restaurant. It's going to be Thai, which is great. Yeah. I actually am excited about that, too. How are you a Thai restaurant in Auburn and not called Tiger, though? Oh, man. I need to think or have that. that pet Thai. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they got to have... There's still time. They could put Pat Thai on Here the we go. Yeah, I... So this week... Auburn... What Auburn does have is, like, some incredible places to get sandwiches. And one of those places is the Robert Crane Jones Golf Course. Marriott. Now this might sound uppity, but you can just go out there and get a sandwich if you like, I think. So, low-key, the thing to do is get on Priceline and find you like a really cheap hotel room there, because then you can use the pool, which is amazing, and you and your family can go get your kids tired of the pool. The pool is amazing. It's incredible. So go do that. It's it's the nicest pool in town. No, keep talking. It's I think it's a salt. I think you're right. It's a nice pool. Water slide, great for adults. And a great kids. golf course there, by the way. Yeah, yeah. If you want to pay that much money, you can go to the golf <laughs> course too, Brian. But they have a club sandwich. Their club sandwich is so good. Um, yeah, it's it's really, really, really good. They have a couple other sandwiches on their menu that I really liked. Their burger is, they have a pork burger. 
with like barbecue or what kind of no, pork like chops? ground pork instead of ground oh. beef. It's super super good. Yeah, I'm I'm all in. And there, but their menu changes all the time. I talked to the bartender there, and she said this sandwich may not even be here next week. So. If you see a club sandwich on their menu, get it. If you see any other sandwich on their menu, get it. Because it's, it is really, really good. Yeah, make that trick out on the other side of Opelika. Now, I could also tell you that Acre has a super good burger, too, but everyone knows Acre's awesome, so whatever. But yeah. A lot of good burgers in this town. There's a lot of good burgers in this town. That's (laughs) We could have a whole other segment of what is the best, top 10 best burgers in Auburn. It'd be It's a subclass of sandwiches. It is true. Like hot dogs. Yes. Subclass of sandwiches. <laughs> you're a sandwich expert. Is a hot dog sandwich. Sandwiches are, yeah, hot dogs can be sandwiches. Sure. I don't care. Hot dogs can be sandwiches. <laughs> Everything's a sandwich. You're making people mad. Yeah, hot, yeah, why not? If that's, that shouldn't make you upset, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's your sandwich of the week. Did we do a dust crow no? Yeah, we did. We did a few of them. We did a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's all we got this week. We are only a few days until Auburn football comes back and we actually have some and when, and when you say football you mean soccer I mean soccer because it's coming up so close the first week of August first week of August and I guys it's free if you are in Lee County Chambers County or if you're into if you're into ski if you are hanging out somewhere in Nova Sulga, if you live in Alabama if you Columbus. live in Alabama if you live in Columbus Georgia come on down support Auburn soccer it is a free thing to do for the whole family and it's going to be less than two hours and some of the games are after it's not a billion degrees outside. <laughs> right, exactly. You don't have to go in August, but I would like you to come. When we're in town in yeah, August, man. it's going to be a blast. I'm going to build yeah. that heat tolerance up for football season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come out and get a good sweat in. It's like going to the sauna without having yeah. to pay for it. Yeah, we're like one of those shiny silver suits. <laughs> Lose 25 pounds, watch soccer game all at the same time. Disclaimer, don't, don't do that. You might yeah. die. You might die. <laughs> Stay hydrated out there, guys. All right, until next week. See you then.